Hey everybody, welcome to Zappagram, the mother of all music podcasts, where every week we cover the latest in music news, reviews, interviews, new releases, discovery, history, and more. I'm your host, Chris Zappa, and as always, the world of music is a busy world, so without further ado, ground control to listener, take your protein pills, put your helmet on, this podcast ain't gonna listen to itself. Welcome back to Zepigram. We're on episode 48 this week. How are you? How are you guys doing? How's your week been? How's, uh, how's everything? How's tricks? What's new? Man, I'm glad you guys are here. As you know, I published the first episode of Zepigram podcast last week. Wanted to thank everyone who has subscribed. You guys have all been so kind to offer your positive feedback, and I'm really glad you guys are enjoying the show. Uh, my plans are to continue with this weekly news recap show, and soon I'm going to begin offering additional episodes throughout the week with uh, guest appearances, guest interviews featuring new and established artists, uh, music journalists, producers, all kinds of stuff. So if you haven't already, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We're now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, you name it. You name it, we're there. You guys check this out. Hey Siri, play the Zappagram podcast. Here's the podcast Zappagram. I mean, you could probably ask uh, Amazon or Google to do the same exact thing. So the next time you're riding in the car or, you know, cleaning the kitchen or whatever, uh, give, a, give a shout out to Alexa or Google or Siri or whoever and um, tell them to play the podcast. I can't possibly think of a better use of a personal digital assistant until, you know, Siri can do my laundry or clean my kitchen. Having her play the podcast seems pretty great. Hey, uh, if you noticed, I, I sound a little stuffy this week. I have a cold. Can we talk for a second? Are there, are there any parents listening? Got any parents out there listening right now? Um, so kids get you sick, right, all the time. I took my kid to the library last week. He licked the entire library. And you may be saying to yourself, Chris, that's, that's not possible. He couldn't have licked the entire thing. To which I would say, have you met my kid? Have you met any kid for that matter? I mean, I'm not even kidding. At first it started out with he's going to put every crayon and every marker and, and every toy in his mouth. And then I was picking up behind him because he had dumped a bunch of stuff on the floor. And then he took off running. And then I turn around and look and he's literally licking the bookshelf. And uh, guess what? A couple days later, he's sick. Guess what else? A couple days after that. My wife's sick. Guess what else? A day later, I'm sick too. Yeah. So, uh, but the show must go on. You know, they tell me that this is gonna, this is just gonna be a thing. Now that we're parents, we just, we'll just basically be sick all the time. So that's fun. It's okay. I've got some, uh, some hot tea with, with honey and lemon trying to help my throat out. And uh, we're just gonna do this thing anyway. Let's go ahead and dive into this week's music news. Try not to catch whatever I have. <laughs> we kick things off with this week's quote comes from none other than Sir Paul McCartney himself. He said, I used to think that anyone doing anything weird was weird. 
I suddenly realized that anyone doing anything weird wasn't weird at all, and it was the people saying that they were weird that were weird. That makes a lot of sense. Speaking of Sir Paul, uh, something else really cool I included in the newsletter this week, a, a super fan built the, the Beatles' uh, final concert the, where they performed on the rooftop of the, uh, the Apple Corps headquarters in London. Uh, they did a concert there on, on the rooftop on uh, January the 30th of 1969. It would be the last time they, they performed live together. Uh, and the superfan built a, a complete recreation of that out of Legos. And there's a picture of that there um, with a link to that. That's really cool. You should check that out. If you are uh, just listening to the podcast, if you haven't yet seen the, the actual newsletter, um, there's, a, uh, there's always a poll every week in the newsletter. I like to, uh, to get everyone's feedback. This week I asked, can you separate the art from the artist? Uh, and so the uh, possible options there are, yes, quite easily, I'm afraid not, or it all depends. So I'd be really interested to hear your thoughts on that. The weekly playlist is growing uh, week by week. I used to include 10 tracks every week on the playlist, and then it got to the point where I always needed one or two more, so I thought, uh, let's do 13. 13 is a cool number, so I would do 13 tracks every week, and now I'm at the point where I've just lost count. I don't, I don't even remember how many are on this week's uh, playlist, 15 or 16 or something like that. Uh, but anyway, this week we've got uh, tracks from Butch Bastard, uh, Jeremy Messersmith, Sam Fender, uh, Ryan Adams and the Cardinals have a new track out, Camp Crush, uh, Simmel, Body Wash, Nickel Creek also has a new track out coming off their uh, upcoming new album, Beach Fossils, Florence and the Machine. Uh, I've actually done a really cool cover of uh, Just a Girl by No Doubt. Uh, Barty Strange, Beach Lab, The Flaming Lips, an old uh, Flaming Lips song. Uh, something off of Iggy Pop's most recent album, and uh, Mickey Sunshine uh, has a new track that just dropped today, Monday, March 13th. So be sure to check all of that out. There are links in the newsletter to check those out on uh, Spotify or Apple Music. We're going to take one quick break to hear from our sponsors, and then we'll be right back. Are you tired of missing new music releases by the artists and bands you love? Music Butler sends you an email to let you know when the musicians you love release music, whether that be new full-length albums, shorter EPs, or even new singles. Services like Apple Music or Spotify don't always notify you if album releases on time, and they don't show upcoming releases for your favorite musicians, but Music Butler does. You can automatically import artists from your Apple Music, Spotify, or Last.fm account, or you can manually follow your favorites. It's free to try for 30 days. Music Butler takes all the effort out of staying current. Stop missing out on new releases and sign up for a free trial of Music Butler today at musicbutler.io. The Recording Industry Association of America has released a report that says that vinyl has now outsold CDs uh, in the United States this past year. For the first time in 35 years, for the first time since 1987, uh, vinyl has outsold CDs. Uh, that's pretty cool. Vinyl sales accounted for 41 million units compared to 33 million units for CDs, which I don't find surprising that vinyl has outsold CDs. Uh, what I do find surprising is that there are still 33 million CDs being sold. Clearly, there are people out there that are collecting, you know, physical media. 
but I really honestly thought that that was largely related to or relegated to vinyl. I just never would have imagined that 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 many CDs were still being sold. Apparently that is true, but vinyl is outpacing CD sales. Spotify held their annual Stream On event last week, uh, during which they uh, made a bunch of announcements, a lot of changes uh, that were mostly related to the app, the mobile app specifically, that hasn't changed a whole lot over the years. But anyway, they're changing the home feed. So the home feed is going to end up looking more like TikTok, which people are not real happy about. They're, they're calling it the TikTokification of Spotify. Apparently your home feed will now feature you know, large artwork and music clips that you'll sort of flip through and scroll through, sort of like you're flipping through TikTok videos. And everybody's up in arms about this. I, uh, I haven't been able to try it out yet because they haven't rolled this out to everyone. They've, they have rolled it out to some users. And I guess a large part of the users that they have rolled it out to are, are not happy with it. I think it sounds cool. I'd love to try it out, but I haven't, uh, it hasn't gotten to my account yet. So whenever that comes, I will test it out and see what I think. And I'll be sure to let you guys know. We've had a couple of uh, people pass away this past week uh, of note in the music world. Gary Rossington, the last original member of Leonard Skinner, has died. He was the uh, the founding guitarist, one of the founding guitarists of Leonard Skinner, and he finally passed away at the age of 71. All the rest of the band has long been gone, actually. Um, but yeah, he just passed away at 71 and uh, filed under someone who passed away way too early, Louis Largent, uh, MTV 120 Minutes VJ and uh, DJ on K-Rock, uh, has also passed away at the age of 58 uh, after a long illness, his family confirmed. So that's that's very sad and condolences and uh, heartfelt sympathies to them. Death Row Records, their catalog is back on streaming services. There, It was about a year ago that uh, all of the uh, catalog disappeared from streaming services after Snoop Dogg pulled them with the promise of building a platform of his own. Uh, but for whatever reason, that has not yet materialized. And so the decision was made to put all of those albums back on streaming services. So they're all back now. So if you want to go back and listen to... Uh, to old Snoop Dogg albums or uh, some of Dr. Dre's earlier stuff, even some of uh, Tupac's earlier stuff, uh, you can do that again now. Jane's Addiction debuted a new song at a show recently. Uh, It's called True Love. It's their first new music in 10 years. It's a psych-tinged ballad, uh, according to uh, Rolling Stone. So that will uh, undoubtedly be from an album that uh, has been rumored to be in the works that should be released later this year. Speaking of new albums, Rufus Wainwright has a new album coming out. He's uh, got a folk album coming out uh, with a lot of duets with some very cool people. Uh, Brandy Carlisle joins him, David Byrne, Shaka Khan, all sorts of people. That will be out June 2nd. Angel Olsen returns with a new single called Nothing's Free from her upcoming EP. It's due out in April, titled Forever Means. It's a collection of tracks recorded during, uh, but left off of, her acclaimed 2022 LP, Big Time. Jim Jarmusch's band Squirrel, S-Q-U-R-L, announce uh, their debut album and share a video for the new song called Berlin 87. That's out right now. There's a link in the newsletter to check that out. The entire album comes out May 5th. 
The Bengals' Susanna Hoffs announces a new album that's going to be a covers album called The Deep End that will be out April 7th. Uh, while the first taste of the uh, album is out now, there's a, a, a cover of Under My Thumb by the Rolling Stones. She's uh, released. It's available on all streaming platforms, so be sure to check that out. Closing out the music news segment of our show, we're talking about two albums that are getting anniversary edition reissues. One is Rush announcing a 40th anniversary edition of their album Signals, released in three configurations, a super deluxe edition, a single LP picture disc edition, and a Dolby Atmos digital edition. That will be pretty cool. What are your feelings on picture discs? I don't collect vinyl. It, I, if, it would be a dangerous thing for me to start collecting vinyl, and I just don't have the disposable income for that. But uh, if I did, I would think that picture discs would be kind of cool. But I've heard from a lot of vinyl collectors that they really don't care for them. As I understand it, maybe the sound quality isn't as good for a picture disc. Is that true? Anybody know? Let me know. Shoot me an email. Let me know. Uh, and also, Tom Waits' debut album, Closing Time, gets a 50th anniversary issue. 50 years old, man. The double LP set is pressed on black and clear vinyl cut at 45 RPM with half-speed mastering by London's Abbey Road Studios. Pre-orders are now available through Tom Waits' website ahead of its June 2nd release. This week's links of note, I've got uh, four things of interest. Uh, one is an article by my friend Legs McNeil, published on his website, legsville.com. Uh, lies Jim Carroll told me, as told to Legs McNeil. That's a, a really cool article. Uh, check that out. Six Ways to Fix the Broken Concert Ticketing System, published on Pitchfork. Buying a ticket to a show shouldn't feel like getting ripped off in a cryptocurrency scam. Uh, gotta agree with that. Also, uh, another cool piece that was on Pitchfork this past week, uh, the untold story of Elliot Smith's teenage band. The singer-songwriter became famous for a style so intimate it resembled confession, but six recently unearthed albums made with his high school friends trace the surprising musical path he took to get there. And lastly, Eddie Izzard has revealed a new feminine name, uh, the comedian Slash actor has announced she now alternates between her original name and a new moniker. I'm going to be Susie Eddie Izzard, the comedian explained. I'll put Susie there, and then Eddie, and then people can choose what they want and no one can go wrong. Uh, that seems like a really smart way to go about it, but uh, I, that's brilliant. Um, I've long been a fan of Eddie Izzard for over 20 years, I suppose, um, it was probably the late 90s when I first uh, became aware of Eddie Izzard after a friend showed me Eddie Izzard's Dress to Kill stand-up special. If you've never seen that, run, don't walk. Go go run and, and buy that or rent that and watch it. It's, it's some of the smartest stand-up comedy you'll ever see. Absolutely brilliant, and I've been a fan ever since. This week's Z-Rex, Zappa's Recommendations, I have three recommendations for you. Um, Matthew Ismail Ruiz, writing for Pitchfork, reviewed the amazing new Algiers album, Shook. Uh, it's a fantastic album, and it's a fantastic review. Also, my friends in the grunge punk band Mickey Sunshine make music that sounds like a giant middle finger to the rampant sexism and misogyny everywhere, but especially in the modern music industry. 
they've just released some new music. Check out their single Rock God and their brand new single Road, which just uh, debuted today. And lastly, I included a video of uh, an interview that Flea conducted with Iggy Pop. Um, where he talked to him about his new album and about working with producer Andrew Watt. Andrew Watt also makes several appearances in the video talking about uh, Iggy and working with him. It's really cool. Um, It's a good half hour spent, so check that out. New releases this week, we saw Death Cab for Cutie's Asphalt Meadows acoustic album come out, Fever Ray, Radical Romantics, Lonnie Holly's Oh Me Oh My, and Manchester Orchestra's The Valley of Vision. On the release radar, coming up this coming Friday, March 17th, we are going to see new releases from 100 Gex, Black Honey, Hosier, M83, U2, and Unknown Mortal Orchestra. After that, we have releases coming up from Depeche Mode, Lana Del Rey, Nickel Creek, Sharon Van Etten, Boy Genius, Crazy Horse, uh, Devin Gilfillian, Mud Honey, Feist, Metallica, Natalie Merchant, all sorts of new stuff to look forward to between now and the middle of April. On this date in musical history, on March the 13th, Adam Clayton of U2 celebrates a birthday. And on that date in 1977, Iggy Pop kicked off the North American leg of the Idiot World Tour in Montreal with David Bowie in the band on keyboards and backing vocals. Blondie opened. What a show that would have been. Also on that date in 1995, Radiohead released The Bends. On March 14th, we celebrate the birthday of Quincy Jones, Michael Martin Murphy, and Este Heim. And also on that date in 2001, Peter Blake, who designed the Sgt. Pepper album cover, sued the Beatles record company for more money. He was initially paid uh, $340 in 1967, 200 pounds, $340 in 1967, uh, but was now, quote, cheesed off that EMI had never offered to pay more. I don't know why he would have thought that they would have been like, hey, you know what? We've made a bazillion dollars off of this record. Let's toss the dude who designed the cover some more money, even though we we, we contractually paid him uh, back in 1967. Um, but whatever, that happened. Um, on March 15th, a lot of birthdays on March 15th. Lightning Hopkins, awesome blues man, Lightning Hopkins. Uh, Phil Lesh, Mike Love, Sly Stone, Ry Cooter. Uh, Howard DeVoto of Buzzcocks, Dee Snyder of Twisted Sister, Terrence Strain Darby, uh, Brett Michaels, Rockwell, remember Rockwell? Uh, I always feel like somebody's watching me, that guy. And Mark Hoppus of Blink-182. Oh, and Will I Am. So see what I mean? Like a ton of birthdays on that day. Some days we have like uh, days where it's like one or two maybe musicians were born. This one had like 142. Also on March 15th in 1982, Bob Dylan was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. That same day in 1999, Bruce Springsteen was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame by Bono. And uh, that same day in 2014, Scott Ashton, uh, drummer for the Stooges, died of a heart attack, age 64. On March 16th, we celebrate the birthday of Nancy Wilson from Heart and Flava Flav. Um, Happy birthday, Flava Flav. Also, uh, in 1970, on uh, March 16th of 1970, Motown singer Tammy Terrell died of a brain tumor. She was only 
24. She collapsed on stage in 1967, in October of 1967, into Marvin Gaye's arms during a concert in Hampton, Virginia. And uh, sadly, she, she had a brain tumor, and so she died a couple of years later. And also in 2019, on that same day, Dick Dale died of a heart attack uh, at age 81. March 17th birthdays, that's also St. Patrick's Day, include uh, Nat King Cole, Paul Kentner of Jefferson Airplane, John Sebastian, uh, Billy Corgan, Carolyn Corr, Justin Hawkins, and Hosier all celebrate birthdays on March 17th. Also, in 2010 of March 17th of 2010, Alex Chilton died in the Hospital of Heart Problems in New Orleans. He was 59 years old. On March 18th, birthdays include Wilson Pickett, Irene Cara, Vanessa Williams, Jerry Cantrell of Alice in Chains, Queen Latifah, and on that day in 2001, John Phillips of the Mamas and Papas died of heart failure, age 65. On that same day in 2002, the Ramones were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame by Eddie Vedder. And on that same day in 2017, Chuck Berry died, age 90. Lastly, on March 19th, we celebrate the birthdays of Ricky Wilson of the B-52s, Bruce Willis, and Terry Hall of the Specials, who also sadly passed away just a couple of months ago. Also on that date in 1982, Randy Rhodes, a guitarist for Ozzy Osbourne, was killed, tragically killed in a plane crash a freak accident. That happened on March 19th, 1982. Guys, that's going to do it for another week of Zappagram. Thank you so much for coming back. Thanks for sticking with me through this show. Um, I am well aware that this was not my best effort. Uh, I am full of cold meds and cough syrup, and and I shouldn't operate heavy machinery or most household appliances. But uh, but I really wanted to get the show out, and because I appreciate you guys being here so much. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming back. Hope you come back again next week. We're gonna do this all over again. Until then, be good to yourself. Be good to one another. And for the love of God, try not to catch whatever it is I have. <laughs> Phew! <laughs>